welcome back to the Confident Career Show. I'm your host, Femi Youssef, on the Confident Career Show. This is UJR Talk Radio. So we're back for the last 45 minutes on the Confident Career Show. Where we've had uh, an amazing speaker today, um, Paul Johnson from the Black Gifted Network, talking about mentoring and his project in the community. And really, the, we, the, the whole sort of emphasis was about how important mentoring is, um, not just for... Uh, young people who are growing up today but also all of us in our professional lives if we're going to have a confident career one of the things you certainly want to start to um to develop is 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 having mentors having people in your life in your lives where you can turn to you can turn to 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 guide because we all need that and um so we're, we're going to move on and talk about this theme, the theme today, uh, um, was we've had um, our speaker, we've gone into reflection of what's been going on around the world, in, the, in our communities and so on. Um, and so I, I just want to focus on this topic because it's a very important topic and it's one where you really can't do it justice in 45 minutes, but I'm going to cover um, as much as we possibly can get in the next 45 minutes. We won't go into another break because of the, the lack of time. Um, I probably could devote just two hours just talking about communication skills. And the, the first thing we have to all realize, um, ladies and gentlemen, um, and all our young people who are listening to the show right now, is communication skills is not something that you're born with. Um, excellent communication skills is not something you're born with. It's not something that anyone is gifted. Uh, it's something that's learned. It's a learned skill. And I certainly know um, from developing... And, and listening and listening to some of the best communication people around on the planet, um, you know, and um, everyone has their own favorite sort of communication person. And, you know, we can mention names, uh, people like Les Brown, you know, people mentioned Barack Obama, JFK, um, and so on. But um, the point is, is it's very much um, a learnt skill. It's a learnt skill and it's something we can all develop. But I, I, I've just picked out, these are what I just believe are the top six communication skills. And we can probably add to this. Uh, and I certainly believe if we're looking to develop our career, if we're looking to develop and, and, and enhance our career in 2021 and beyond, um, these are some of the things we need to certainly, certainly embrace and certainly look to develop. So I just got some things I just wanted to share, first of all, before we go into actually looking at the actual individual six skills so communication, first of all, what is it? It's, it's one of the most important skills that you need to succeed in the workplace. We've mentioned that. So this is a quote from Warren Buffett, who's um, often called a sage of Omaha, um, Nebraska. And um, at one point, he was the second richest man in the world. I think he's probably been knocked back a little bit. Um, but um, very successful investor, um, probably regarded as one of the most um, successful investors ever. And, um, you know, this is what he said. He said, if you want to enhance your worth, um, th you need to develop your communication skills. And I, th I think there's been several clips of Warren Buffett talking about how when he was learning to develop himself, one of the things he, he um, went to do, one of the things he, he, he did was to develop his communication. I think he talked about the Dale Carnegie. Dale Carnegie was one of his mentors. And we talked about mentoring today. Dale Carnegie... Uh, was one of um, and also Benjamin Franklin, I believe. Um, so you know, so even someone like Warren Buffett, the rich, well, one you know, one of the richest people in the world, um, he's had mentors, and and it's in interesting what how much value he has on the importance of communication skills. And like I said, it's not something that we're necessarily born with. 
is something that we can develop and it's important and this is why I'm I just want to quote a few things here um, if you want to be an expert communicator you need to be effective at all points in the communication process from the sender to the receiver you must be comfortable with the different channels of communication because there's obviously different parts to the communication process there's face-to-face -face, there's online there's written and so on this is because pure communicators often struggle to develop their careers beyond a certain point and think about it the, the most you know if you look at the, the job of the prime minister what, what is really the qualification for the job of the prime minister so um you know I, I don't you know yes you have to be obviously in a particular party and whatever um but by and large, you do certainly, if you're going to be a very successful prime minister, you've got to have excellent communication skills. And so this is, um, and actually even for most organizations, in fact, for every organization, communication skills will be absolutely vital for anyone who's looking to lead and be at, and who's going to be managing people, um, or actually, you know, just being in a leadership role. So communication skills is vital, and especially for our youngsters who are, you know, building their careers right now, communication skill is very very important and there's so many different areas you can develop your communication skills i mean you can get involved in debates i mean one of the things i did when i was young because i think i've said it here on the confident career show i, I certainly i mean if you'd asked me you know say 30 years ago maybe you know even probably even more recent than that that i would be talking on the radio you know talking for a couple of hours which i've done fairly comfortably um you know in the last few weeks when I've been on this show and by the way it, it's not something that you I mean I've been here and people that know me have known yeah it's been a struggle sometimes and um, you know you certainly because it's, it's new I mean having to learn the systems and everything else and we've talked about how the importance of learning how to um, persevere um, learning from mistakes and all that kind of stuff but these are all traits and qualities that you need for developing your excellent communication skills and and because of time I'm going to sort of go into a bit more um, just trying to get into some of the points I want to get across to you in the time that we have left. As I said, we're not going to go into any of the breaks. We're just going to go straight through onto 12. So this is um, this survey. I mean, there's, there's a more recent survey than this, but I just picked this up. Um, this was from LinkedIn. Um, in con um, it says here, um, yeah, having strong communication skills aids in all aspects of life, from your professional life to your personal life, and everything that fails that falls in between. From a business standpoint, all transactions result from communication, and it really does, doesn't it? I mean, we've got to communicate. If you want to um, ask for a promotion, or if you want to ask for more money at the workplace, if you're going to do a presentation, and um, you know, whatever it is, you, it, it's, it all comes back to communication. It's and you know, and there's obviously different formats to that, and we will look into some of that later. Um, good communication skills are essential to allow others to and yourself to understand information more accurately and quickly. In contrast, poor communication skills lead to frequent misunderstanding and frustration. And actually, in a, in a survey, this was back in 2016, uh, I still think it's very, very relevant today. This was conducted in the United States, and communication topped the list of the most sought-after soft skills among employers. Um, certainly from a, um, you know, um, having someone who's worked in recruitment and, in, um, you know, working with young people and professional people it is definitely one of the key skills often cited and often sought after um, from businesses and people in general because no matter how good you are um, you know even if you're a coder you know even if you're someone who codes and sits in front of a terminal all day you still have to communicate um, you know your your what you've done so you know communication skills is absolutely fundamental so what are the six what are the top six communication skills for developing your career in the 21st century in, in yeah in the 21st century and beyond 
Now, I mean, you know, it's probably a little bit of a, um, you know, certainly, you know, there's more we can add to this, but um, I, I feel personally these are some of the key, the key ones. So I'm going to go straight into it. And actually, the key thing I want to, um, like I said, I think I was mentioning at the very beginning of the show, I'm not because of the time and, um, I mean, something like this perhaps might be done, you know, best done over um, sort of a, a more sort of visual type sort of platform. And we we're talking about platforms earlier. But really what I'm trying to get across to you, our listeners is really the mindset. And that's really what I want to focus on when we're talking about communication skills this evening. It's the mindset. Because it's really communication skill. Communication is a mindset. Communi- having good communication skills is really about having having the right mindset. And when we're talking about mindset, one of the probably the best examples of, of proponents for um, mindset is um, Professor Carol Dweck. So she's a um, um, Professor Carol Dweck. Um, she is a psychologist. She wrote a book called The Mindset, and she's from Stanford University in America. And she uh, is uh, acknowledged as coming out with uh, as coining the, the phrase the growth mindset and the fixed mindset. I actually first came across this um, when I was working many many years ago as a school governor at a primary school. And um, it's when the first time I actually ever heard this terminology, growth mindset. And actually, they were beginning to bring it in into the school. They were the teachers were talking about bringing this in to teach the schools and um, the kids. So they were talking about you know developing the kids to have a, what they call a growth mindset. And in a nutshell, what a growth mindset is: a growth mindset is someone who has a mindset where they believe that they can develop their mindset. They don't believe it's essentially it is it, not static. It's not something that is inbuilt. As I was saying it earlier, communication skills is not something that you're, someone is necessarily gifted at. It's you know, or is 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 given. It's something that can be learned. So they don't. Um, people who who've got a growth mindset don't mind making mistakes. They they believe they can learn. They look for opportunities to learn. So, and and often you can probably tell you know from people um, who's got a growth mindset, who's got a fixed mindset. A fixed mindset, on the other hand, well, people are who are genuinely um, who, who sort of. Um, a very they, and, you can, and by the way, and you can um, uh, either way, you know, with a certain more so with a fixed mindset, you can be very academic and believe that is sort of ordained or given, and therefore you don't feel like you need to work. And um, the talents you have is enough, and you know that you're going to succeed, and and that might well be true. But um, the problem with that fixed mindset is if something does happen, because I've said it before on the show, life is never a straight line. Life is not a straight line. You are going to get um, bumps along the road. So if you've got a fixed mindset, what happens when you hit that bump on the road? You know, because the point is a growth mindset, on the other hand, is about almost preparing you for life. A growth, and that's why they, they were beginning to teach this in, in schools. And, and that's the point I really want you to get is communication is a mindset. It's a mindset. And the best communicators in the world, you know, Yes, there's there's techniques. Um, you can just you can talk about active listening, dynamic listening, anchoring, all sorts of techniques. We can go into all the technicalities, but we won't do that today. Another time, perhaps. But um, I just want, really want to focus on the mindset. So, what are the um, in my estimation, what are the six top six? So the first one is really, and you know, probably quite obvious, maybe not. But the first one I believe is about being yourself. It's about being yourself. You know. If you're looking to develop excellent communication skills, you have to realize that you are good enough. You do not need to be 
um, a carbon copy of anyone else. You do not have to try and copy. You can learn from people. You know, there's nothing wrong with learning from people because there's generally generally two ways we learn. We learn from either our own personal experience or we learn from the experiences of other people. And, but the quickest way to learn is actually to learn from other people's experience. Um, but once you so you take that, but and then you you but the, when I'm talking about being yourself, is about being your authentic self. And what does that mean? Essentially, it's about just being you. You know, and that might not sound like a cliche, but it's just about being your authentic self, being yourself, being relaxed, um, and not really, as I've mentioned today, not really minding about making mistakes. And it, it's because that's how you learn. And it's about, like I said, it's about it's a mindset. You know, if you're going to be a great communicator, if you're going to be good at communicating, and by the way, this is an absolute important ingredient for having a confident career and a successful career, then you have to have this sort of um, mindset. You have to have this sort of, you have to have this trait, this quality. So being yourself, um, focusing on your strengths. So that's what being your um, being yourself is about. That's that's part of it. It's about being yourself, and. Um, you know, you can, and this is why it's so important as well to, when we're talking about being yourself, is to experiment. I've mentioned this before, the importance, importance of doing, um, gaining experiences. I mean, you know, one of the things we try to encourage people, um, and young people especially, who we're working with at university, but also we have mature students, obviously, it's not just young people that go to university, but people in general, it is about broadening your horizons. Because one of the things you when you when you do that, you develop what we call frameworks, and framework is really essentially a reference reference point. So you can use that to reference. I mean, so for example, if you know you're called up one day to deliver a speech in front of I don't know two hundred people, if you've never done that before, that can be quite a, you know um, a nerve wracking moment. That can be nerve wracking. That you know you will have those jitters and and. And it can just, you know, so for some people it might be even just nerve-wracking speaking in front of two people, you know. But the point is, the more you experiment, the more you you, you um, dabble in experimenting in terms of getting out there and testing yourself, and being in situations where they're not necessarily comfortable, you know. So that's because that's one of the ways, you know, you will be yourself, because no matter what. You, you, if you, so long as you've got that mindset, that, it starts with a mindset. That's why I'm emphasizing the mindset. Because if you want to be a great communicator, it starts with a mindset. You know, it's not about necessarily copying people, and you've got to, you know, you can learn from them, but you've got to have your own. You've got to have your own template. Um, and you might think sometimes it, it's a bit delusional. Um, it, it's crazy. How can I, you know, be a, a great communicator? It's not me. I'm, I'm an introvert. You know, but some of the greatest presenters and um, communicators are introverts you know and um, but there's another a quality here that I mean I, I came across and actually this was a quality that was identified about one of the um, probably one of the most successful entrepreneurs of the 21st century in Elon Musk um, the founder of Tesla and one of the things I, I thought was really interesting just and because this is about really about being yourself and because you know he, he's that he 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 is himself. He he is he he does. He, that's what he does, and that's why he's so, so successful, I guess. And what? But one of the things that apparently he does when he's looking for projects, he, he apparently looks for projects which are apparently what he call what they call delusional. You know, you know. So the the point is that he looks for projects which are just classified as being delusional. So projects that are just out of this world that people just don't imagine. And you know, we've seen some of his projects. You know, with his space projects and all sorts. And so. 
projects that are just completely delusional. He wants to. He wants to. That's where he wants to go. And 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 so the point. The the point here when I'm talking about being yourself is you might think yeah being yourself is a little bit delusional, but. To be honest, if you want to be a great communicator, if you want to be have a you want to have a confident career, you do have to go a little bit extra. You don't you don't have to stay ordinary. You know, if you want to achieve as um, um, a great mentor and author, um, uh, author um, John Harrison um, once said, you know, to to achieve um, extraordinary, you need to, you need to become extraordinary. You know, you can't stay ordinary. So the point is, you've got to step out of your comfort zone. You've got to maybe be a little bit delusional. I mean, there's another example here. Uh, and this is someone I'm sure everyone is probably familiar with, um, Sean Carter, a.k.a. Jay-Z. I was reading about Jay-Z recently. Um, th- this guy is just amazing and so inspiring. I mean, his background, you've just got to look at it. It's just inspiring. I mean, the guy born in Brooklyn. Um, I actually read, I heard that his name, Jay-Z, comes from... Um, the, the New York um, subway lines. Um, there's a, apparently a, a subway or train line called J and Z, and that's probably where he gets the the Jay Z from. Um, but he's um, he was in the press recently because he just sold I think two hundred and something billion dollars worth of shares to Jack Dorsey. Jack Dorsey is a co-founder of Twitter, and um, the guy is just doing amazing things. But he's actually um, Jay Z, and the reason I'm bringing bringing this up right now is because he's regarded as what they call the urban Shakespeare. Is he, um, they call him the urban Shakespeare, and the reason why you know, so he's not Shakespeare. He's the urban Shakespeare. So he's got his own. He's coined his own. He's developed his own. He's just been himself. So is that he, you know his rhymes are you know regarded as you know, among the best out there. So the point is, yeah, he's you know sort of regarded as the urban Shakespeare and the first hip hop um, billionaire apparently. So the point is, it's about being yourself. That is part of being a great communicator. You know, it's about being yourself. That's one of the keys. So the second point is, because of time, is empathy. I've talked about this so many times again um, on the Confident Career Show. This is actually not just a quality or trait. You need to have great communication skills. You might actually be wondering, why is it in this sort of list? Why is empathy in this list? Well, the importance of having empathy is that you have to be able to walk in other people's shoes to be a great communicator. Because communicating is about exchange of information and it's often or should be for the benefit of the other person, not just for yourself. You know, the best communicators are looking for win-win situations. So therefore, you've got to be able to empathize, to be able to walk in the other person's shoes. Um, there's a great saying that I, I used to hear many, many years ago, and they say, people don't care what you know until they know that you care, which is a, um, it's a, it's a great quote. Um, people don't care what you know until they know that you care. So when you start to care, people actually want to know what you've got to talk about. So it starts from the care. And that is actually part of empathy. It's about caring in fact i would say i would go as far as say some of the biggest problems we have in our world today and we haven't got time to go into it because of lack of time but is because of maybe the lack of empathy you know that's why we have some of the problems we have in our society today around the world and it's lack of empathy so and we're not communicating better um as a um, one of my favorite one of my favorite all-time great communications um teachers um there's a chap called peter thompson um, I've studied this guy for many, many years. I've got his tapes and his books. And one of the things he talked about, he talked about the most advanced mammal is 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 the human, is the human being. And uh, the reason why they're so advanced, he said, is down to the communication skills. 
So he, you know, it's down to our communication skills, that ability to be able to communicate with each other, um, to be able to, you know, understand language and, uh, you know, others, you know, each other. And, and that is why we're, we're advanced above any other mammal. And yeah, it, it is. But it is also coming back to this point, um, the, the empathy part of it is absolutely key. If you're going to be a great communicator, you need to have empathy. You need to take time to understand your audience. That is part of, and, and in the workplace, you've got to have empathy. You know, you know, if you're doing a presentation, if you're having a conversation with your boss, if you're having a conversation with your colleagues, you've got to have this quality. Um, you know, it's not about being soft. It's not about being a doormat. It's far from it. You know, I've said it before. Aggression is not strength. Often it can be actually weakness, imitating strength. You know, so being empathetic and all of that it doesn't mean you're weak. Actually, I found this really excellent story and it really kind of summarizes some of the things um, I just wanted to talk about on this particular point. So this is actually a, a story I picked up uh, in one of the newspapers and it was talking about a GP and what they're doing around the pandemic. And right now, obviously, there's a lot of, as we know, there's a lot of hesitancy in communities. And also not just in, in say, the sort of... Um, you know, black community or Asian community, um, but even in some other countries. But um, the, one of the things this this doctor in Leicester um, has found, it was, so he apparently found a solution. So his solution to vax um, to the vaccine hesitancy, he, after this was after he found that people were not taking up the appointments. So what he decided to do was to get nine of his members of staff to take phone calls, because he found people were not were being given appointments. The government has said, when you get that call, go and take your jab. That's what the prime minister said, right? So people are um, getting the call, getting the appointments and not turning up. So what this guy decided to do, Dr. Farouk, um, Farouki um, from Leicester, he um, decided to spend up to 20 minutes on each call, he said. Uh, it, um, he stated 70% of the patients were persuaded to come in after having that conversation. And actually not just conversations, but what, what he said here was that they, they listened, they spent up to 20 minutes on each call, just listening and um, taking, um, understanding what the concerns were of the people. And out of that 70%, apparently 90% of them showed up for the jab, to take the jab. Um, the, the key, he said, was to listen to people's concerns without being dogmatic and dictatorial. And it's incredible. So you, you might think, so how does this relate? If you're gonna be successful in your career, I mean, this is obviously a great example, and that's why I got into the news. Um, this is great communication skills at work. You know, he took time, because part of communication is not just about giving information, not just about talking. That's why we've got two ears and one mouth, right? <laughs> so that's why we've got to use it in that proportion, you know? You know he t this doctor from Leicester took time out to listen to his, his customers or to, to, to his patients, to listen to their concerns, to listen to their um, frustrations and their concerns, their real concerns. And because of that, he saw an increase in the number of people coming forward to take the jab. And that's what it sometimes takes. It takes people just to listen, paying attention. You know, it's not just about listening as well, it's about paying attention. And this is why I say, for me, one of the biggest problems we have in our society and, and probably around the world, this is why we have some of the problems around the world. If you if you break it down, it will come to this issue. It will come down to this, it, the lack of empathy. And and this is probably why we're not having some maybe, I mean, hopefully COVID-19, as I said earlier, it has devastated many lives so sadly. Um, however, there are you know, some benefits to it. And, and you hope that maybe some of the benefits would be that we can start to communicate better 
um, with each other because we already have those skills. This is the thing. This is why I said, yes, we're not necessarily born with it, but it's an, it, it, it is something we can learn because we, we, we've naturally got it, we've, but we just have to tap into it. We have to tap into it. It's already there, you know? So, okay, what's the third, what's the third skill? The third skill. So the third skill is, in terms of communication, we're talking about top six communication skills to develop your career in the 21st century and beyond. So the third skill, and this is, uh, when we talk about communication skills, they can obviously be used in so many different variety of situations in the workplace, personal life, professional life. So these skills are absolutely vital to our success. So the third skill is body language, a body language. Um, and it's important to be mindful of our nonverbal communication because our, our, uh, our nonverbal communication actually has more um, significance. And this is, um, I don't know what you even know, the actual breakdown of the actual, um, in terms of the, the actual impact we make with our non-verbal so this is uh, inf uh, due to, this is a uh, research done by professor Merabian. so he quantified this tendency and what he's what he came up with was um he talked about how our tone the words we speak only account for seven percent of the impact we make the words we speak only account for seven percent the tone of voice accounts for 38 percent, but our body language accounts for 55% of our personal communication. So when we're talking about communication skills and how we want to enhance our communication skills for the 21st century and beyond, and um, in, you know, it could be in an interview situation. Um, one of the things that, you know, we haven't got time to go into, there's, there's a, a technique called mi uh, mirroring, how you mirror people without making it look so obvious that you're just copying what they're doing. Um, you know, our, our body language, our, you know, has more, conveys more than what we say. You know, our body language does. So you might not even be talking, but just by the way you stand, just by the way you sit, just by the way your posture is, you know, is posed, will tell me everything I need to know. You know, so when we're talking about body language, it's absolutely important. And um, so this is something that we need to bear in mind when we're in a place of work, when we're in a place um, of um, you're being assessed, you need to be mindful of what messages you're sending. What message are you sending when you're in a position where you're having to um, emit a certain energy, um, you, know, you know, where you're maybe in an interview, for example, where you, you have to show that, that, you know, you've got to be positive. You obviously, you've got to be someone who's showing interest. So you can't be slumped in a chair. You can't be slouching or, you know, um, slouching and so on. So you've, you've, all these things are so important. So your tone, your words, you think about it, that some of the best speakers you're ever going to hear, certainly when I think about some of the best speakers I've ever heard, it's not necessarily, I don't actually sometimes remember the words they said, but it's, the, it's just the movement. And that's why they say life is about movement. It's just the way they moved, the movement on stage. You know, that's what you often re remember. So body language is so important. So if you want to get, develop your communication skills, this is one of the things you need to watch and one of the things you need to develop and work on so that you can develop and improve your communication skills um, going forward. What's the fourth one? So the fourth one is, we've got about 15 minutes to go, so conscious of time. The fourth one is respect. So we'll be talking about the top six communication skills for the 21st century. So the fourth one is respect. And it 
just sounds like one of those that you might think, well, why is that in this list? Well, it's very similar to empathy, but it's also slightly different as well. It's really about, again, treating people with respect and they're likely to reciprocate. You know, respect is about understanding people. It's about treating people right. It's about, yeah, giving people time to talk. You know, so when you're in a point when you're saying in, in a conversation with someone you're not just looking to take the whole sort of time or space you know that's available you're respecting that person you, I mean one of the things we talk about um, when people are talking about um, you know um, diversity and inclusion I mean I, was, I read this really excellent quote and it talked about one of the best descriptions of um, diversity and inclusion is that diversity is about being called to the party and inclusion is about you know being called to, to, um, to dance you know um, the point is you know it's respecting it, it, and it is a respect it is a, it is a respect it's about um, giving that person an opportunity you know an opportunity to be heard an opportunity to dance an, op- an opportunity to to express themselves and if you're looking to become a great communicator if you're looking to develop your communication skills you have to show that you are respectful of other people. And you might think you've been able to get away with it all this time. Um, so you don't have to show that respect. But, you know, these things always have a way of coming back to bite us. And um, if you're going to make impact, I mean, one of the things we talk about a lot nowadays is we're talking about um, social impact, um, positive impact in our communities, is if we're going to make an impact, if you're going to, get into a position if you're going to get into a career where you're going to make an impact where you want to try to get a job you've got to have a respect for the community you've got to have a respect for the customers of that business and one of the things we've talked about in the past where i've been to organizations where often they're talking about the values they're often that's the one of the first things they bring up we want to know what values these people share um do they have the same values as we do that's really about respect you know so essentially what they're saying is that do you respect our values we're not just going to bring someone into our into our space, um, even though they might be good, but we don't know if they respect our values. We don't know if they respect the values of our customers, of our clients. So the point is, if you're going to be a great communicator in the 21st century and beyond, you've got to have respect for people. You know, it's a two-way street. It's a two-way street. You've got to, and also, you know, don't be afraid to praise people as well. You know, um, I know the UK as British people, we often, you know, we, we like to... Um, you know, not necessarily perhaps maybe praise ourselves um, on like our, maybe our American cousins, but you've, you know, you've, we've got to, you know, sometimes it's nothing wrong with praising people. You know, that's part of respect. It, it's, you know, that's part of, you know, you're edifying someone, you're, you know, speaking well of someone. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, and having genuine interest um, in, in the other person, showing respect is a key part of developing your communication skills. If you can embody these qualities and these traits into your communication, into your dialogue, you will be one of the best communicators out there. And as I said at the very beginning, it's not about being perfect. There's no, and I've seen some of the best communicators cages out there. Um, it's not about no one is perfect. Even the best people on the planet who communicate, and you know, I've talked about. Um, you know Peter Thompson and all these various people out there Les Brown one of my favorites all time um, no one is perfect you know no one is perfect they all make mistakes but it's about embodying these this mindset it's a mindset communication is a mindset 
Okay, so right, where are we now? We've got about um, just over 10 minutes to go. So we've got a couple more skills we want to talk about and then we're, we'll quickly just um, go over a few things and we're gonna close for today. And also we'll look forward to next week. Again, we'll also be on a Confident Career Show and we'll bring up um, another topic for all our listeners. So we're on this um, journey, just looking at what are the top six communication skills you need to develop in your career for the 21st century. That this other one is, I mean, they're all interlinked in a way. This is another one. And it's the lifelong learning mentality. What I call lifelong learning mindset. To be a great communicator, you have to have a, a lifelong learning mindset. And why do you need to, to do that to be a great communicator? So again, when you're going into that arena where you're going to communicate, if you have a lifelong learning mindset, you cannot be afraid. And even if you're afraid for a moment, so long as you have this mindset, it takes the fear away. You know, it takes the fear away because again, it goes back to that beginning when I was talking about um, the Professor Carol Dweck's um, research about how you have people who've got a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. If your f mindset is fixed, then the chances are you're probably not in this lifelong learning mindset mode. You, you know, you just believe you've got it all and you're, you know, you're fine. You're going to be, you're fine. You don't need to worry about relearning or learning. You know, uh, one of the things we always say, even for students coming out of university, in fact, the day you come out is when you begin to actually, actually learn, you know, so you're just starting your learning. So yes, university was a great learning experience and that's absolutely invaluable. We just talked about how universities and higher education institutions and academia and education in general has played a pivotal role in obviously helping with the success of the vaccination program. But our learning goes beyond the education we, we're given. Um, you know, so it, you've got to have a lifelong learning mindset. And so when we're talking about great communicators, they all, I can guarantee you, they will have this mindset. They have a lifelong learning mindset. So it's, it's, it's and you know, yes, they will be terrified, but it's, you know, when you have that mindset, when you have this mindset, it takes the fear out of your communication. So long as because you're prepared to learn, you're not, you're, and um, you're not prepared. You know, people talk about, um, you know, failure as if it's, um, you know, failure is only a failure if you, if you stop, right? So long as you're prepared to get up and keep going until you get to your destination point. Um, you know, I was speaking, speaking with a friend of mine earlier today and um, someone I haven't spoken to for quite a while, actually. And we were talking about Ray Kroc and um, how he started his business um, in the late, at age he was in his late fifties, and um, and he obviously got to enjoy the fruits of his labor, but obviously it's the legacy that he's obviously he's, he's left behind for his family. Um, so it, I mean, it takes a lifelong learning mindset to do what he did because, you know, I'm sure he he would have had to fail so many times, you know, but he kept going. He kept going, and that's the growth mindset. That's the point I'm talking about, uh, and it's very interesting. I mean, this this is, and this is also uh, manifesting itself in our business. In business, I mean, I just read this um, story about um, Pearson. Pearson is one of the world leaders in education publishing. It's a giant in the industry. Um, Pearson, they publish lots of uh, education material, and I was reading about how they have had lots of restructuring warnings recently. Um, seven profit warnings in as many years. Uh, the CEO of this company, Andy Andy Bird, um, said they're drawing a line under uh, tumultuous year. Um, and what they're trying to do, they're moving from selling direct to schools and colleges to selling direct to consumers and into the lifelong learning market. 
And that's the point I, I saw and I thought, wow, this is amazing. Because this is really what, you know, this is relevant to this point. Because what they're doing, they're going into this lifelong learning market. They believe they need to go direct to the consumer because now there's, they've seen, they've seen um, a massive... Um, demand for people who are looking to get into lifelong learning people have seen now during the pandemic that you know they're trying having to update their skills um they've been had people have had plenty of time at home to to think about what they want to do their passions um things they might want to maybe um pivot into they maybe want to change careers so people are looking to learn people are looking for courses and all sorts so this lifelong learning market pearson now have suddenly decided they're going to you know, they want to they want a piece of that and in fact their their aim is to become the netflix of education and obviously so they're talking about maybe you know they could be the next massive streaming online education um sort of uh, ed tech organization so yeah so the point is lifelong learning is a pivotal and important element if you're going to be a great communicator you need to have that um and uh, what else have i got on under this point um, this is another really good one as well. I just wanted to quickly share this under the lifelong learning. Warren Buffett, I talked about him earlier. He, he was once the second richest man in the world. I think he's about the third or the fourth right now. But um, Warren Buffett is a, is a chief executive or is co-founder of an organization called Berkshire Hathaway. And it's a massive organization, um, billions of billions of pounds worth of revenue. Um, but for even the greatest of, you know, regarded as one of the greatest investors ever, um, he reported to his um, to shareholders at an annual sort of letter that they do that they lost um, eleven billion dollars due to overpaying for a business. That's from the one of the greatest investors ever, ever. You know, so um, but it's incre- incredible what he went on to say. He said, "This is one from Warren Buffett." He said um, he went on to he went on to say that best investors, the best investors, talk about their losses. That was incredible when I saw that. I thought, wow, you would think that, yeah, you would talk about your winners, right? That's what most of us want to talk about. We want to talk about all our wins and our successes. But he said the best investors talk about their losses. And there's only got to be one reason for that, or there's got to be one of the reasons, well, certainly one of the reasons I would imagine for that is because they're looking to learn from their losses. Don't worry about the winners, because if the winner, if you're winning all the time, that's fine. You just got to leave those stocks alone and they will always do whatever they have to they do. What they have to do. But if you can sort out your losses... And sort that out, you're going to have more wins. <laughs> so, so it makes sense what he's saying that the best investors talk about their losses. Um, so he he announced to his audience that they've just and, and being honest and transparent, you know, about the fact they lost eleven billion dollars, and even Warren Buffett can lose money, you know. So about but the lifelong learning mindset, um, you know, is is what's you know running true. Um, their veins and that's because that's how you communicate that's how you make impact that's how you transform uh, and and really and you know this is a um, one of the most successful business people ever so um yeah in fact it was a really great quote i saw recently as well that talked about how you should see yourself as a beginner not necessarily as an expert um, because if you're an, if you're an expert again you you sort of have that fixed mindset but if you're a beginner you you have a growth mindset because as a beginner you're, you're thinking I, I just want to learn I don't mind I'm just going to learn and that's sometimes I go into and that's what I do most of the time actually I go into things just wanting to learn and you've got to have that sort of beginner's mindset uh, beginner's mind um, so the last sort of skill and the last point really is platforms choosing the right platforms to communicate on so a lot of us use email, phone, or Zoom, as most of us have had to use over the pandemic, or in person, face to face, or you know, 
various other channels in audio. Like, you know, we're, we're on the Confident Career Show on UJR Talk Radio right now. I'm talking to you um, live on air um, via audio um, means. So it's important to understand the platforms you're wanting to use to communicate as well. Some communications you, you will find is best done in person. And um, I remember once working in a, in a company and people often talking about how, you know, even though the person's next door or right next to them, they'd rather send an email than actually just turn to the person and actually just talk to them and tell them what they wanted or ask the question they wanted to ask, you know. And I, I certainly found it's much more useful um, to ask the question. If we, you know, obviously we, during the pandemic, we've not had that luxury. Um, and obviously most of the time, you know, people have been using Zoom, but yeah, we've had to adapt a little bit during the pandemic, but it's about some, some communication. Yeah, it's better to use email. You know, you, you might, because maybe you've got a certain um, instruction you've got to give or um, a certain direction you've got to lay out. You know, emails are really good for that. But sometimes when you're trying to get someone's buy-in, when you're trying to build a, a relationship, uh, when you're trying to get a connection face-to-face, -face, and that can happen on Zoom, it's far better than just um, some kind of... Um, out there kind of um, sort of email system because uh, you don't really build connections that way that way so it's important to understand the platforms as well know what platform works for you um, think about what you're trying to get out of that communication so these are things that you need to be thinking about if you're looking to develop your career and by the way these are things you need to keep learning is you know we had um roy um, dr roy paget here last time and just to remind all of us um dr roy is a, an amazing guy um psychologist and talked about frf and the one of the success formulas he talked about frequency um frf um and uh, we'll have roy back again on this confident career show frf f stands for focus um r stands for repetition uh, and the, the other f stands for frequency uh, and one of the secrets to learning anything or developing success in anything is repetition. So a lot of these things we've just talked about, um, choosing the right platform, um, we've talked about lifelong learning, uh, respect, um, body language, empathy, um, being yourself. All these things are things that we can develop. These are skills and things we need to keep learning. So that really brings us to the end of the Confident Career Show for um, another day and uh, i hope you've really benefited and learned one or two things from the show we probably could have gone on for another half an hour but i, I felt i feel we've had a, a pretty full day we've had a, a great speaker join us this, this evening uh, paul johnson from the black gifted network paul is available on linkedin you can also get him from blackgifted.com um feel free if you if you do want to reach out to paul feel free to get in touch with myself um as your host, Femi Yusuf, and get through to me by email at femidirect at hotmail.com. Um, I just want to use this opportunity just to thank all our listeners once again to welcome any new listeners who are joining us for the very first time because I know we probably get listeners from potentially all around the world um, because this is an online sort of platform as well um, and we, we can have people from all around the place and we will have opportunities for people to call in at some point. We want to also engage you, our listeners, and listen to you as well. So I am going to be wrapping up. Uh, I hope you've um, taken on board some of the things we mentioned. We talked about the census at the very beginning. And um, very, very important that you, you make sure you fill your census form out. 
Um, I think I don't know what the f- I think I heard it was it could be something up to something like five hundred pounds apparently. Um, I, don't, I don't remember. Yeah, I mean certainly remember you know getting it done. I mean back in the day, um, you normally get someone to come round your house and actually help you fill out the forms. But now um, because of the pandemic, we, we've been left to complete the forms ourselves. So do make sure you um, complete your sen- um, your census for the twenty first of March and. Um, you know, I just also want to just mention for anyone looking for work right now, um, especially if you're looking for work in the charity sector, one of the best places to look for work, I would say, is um, a website which I came across. Um, it was mentioned to me by one of my contacts, uh, a website called changemakerjobs.com. Changemakerjobs.com. Excellent website. Amazing amount of jobs on there. Um, LinkedIn, again, I keep on referring to LinkedIn. There's lots of jobs in post on LinkedIn. Um, companies are beginning to hire again uh, we've not really had ch- a chance to really go into the budget again and talk about that but I know yeah even though um, things um, are looking you know perhaps maybe not so great on the unemployment figures right now but there is hope and there's a belief that things are going to turn we've just seen a massive stimulus from America as well with 1.9 trillion dollars pumped into that economy or will be pumped into that economy and that's going to have a trickle effect as well around the world so um, I think you know the future hopefully is looking good and, and hopefully we, we're just on this one road now out of the lockdown so I just want to use this opportunity once again to say thank you to all our listeners our new listeners um, this is the Confident Career Show I'm your host, Femi Youssef, on UJR Talk Radio. Until we meet again next time, um, just continue doing what you're doing and um, keep learning. And uh, i just like to say, yep, yeah, stay optimistic and be safe.